Hello all. This is my first podcast. Uh the focus of my podcast are going to be topics of medicine and these podcasts will be helpful for especially for medical students and residents fellows or practicing physicians but others can take note as well so we're going to start with i picked a random topic today with something i wanted to review and the disease is rheumatoid arthritis it's a chronic uh, multi-system disease uh, and has again a lot of commonality with other chronic inflammatory disorders i think one of the one of the good one of the approaches i do with a lot of clinical medicine is try to find similarities between various disorders so that it would be easy to remember and understand and approach and manage eventually so it is it's a chronic inflammatory disorder hence it is multi system it starts it's mostly cartilaginous it's an autoimmune disorder you know and um, the exact etiology is unknown and again both genetic and environmental factors are associated hla dr4 has been strongly associated with the disease and again very common in the population you know, 0.5 to 1% of the people suffer from this disease uh women are affected again a lot of chronic autoimmune disease are common in women and again increase with age and most frequent in fourth hand fifth decade now again as i said in the beginning articular manifestation cartilaginous manifestations are typically asymmetric polyarthritis of peripheral joints there is tenderness swelling morning stiffness is one of the common things and it's usually the proximal interphalangeal joints and the metacarpophalangeal joints that are involved then we have a we have loads of extra articular manifestations as well like uh, cutaneous uh, you have rheumatoid nodules vasculitis pulmonary is very common uh, nodules interstitial disease kaplan syndrome and a seropositive rss with pneumoconiosis and boop uh, ocular manifestations hematological obviously with these chronic inflammatory disease there can be pancytopenias anemias felty syndrome is when there is splenomegaly with neutropenia and with this there can be some cardiac and neurological manifestations as well again it's inflammatory what do you expect in heart you can expect pericarditis you know myocarditis and neurological myelopathy secondary to cervical spinal disease and trapped vasculitis i now realize that all of this these disease these manifestations are basically an expanded an eventual consequence of the primary disease which is inflammation and inflammation basically involves all body organs uh these patients have to be evaluated evaluated by history and physical and obviously there has to be a careful examination of all joints 
uh, rheumatoid factor is present in more than 66% of patients its presence uh, correlates with severe disease nodules and extraarticular features and antibodies to cyclic citrullinated protein anti ccp have similar sensitivity but higher specificity than rheumatoid factor may be useful in early rheumatoid arthritis present most common in patients with aggressive disease the tendency for developing bony erosions uh, patients can also be asked to do cbc esr and synovial fluid analysis used useful to rule out crystalline disease like gout and you know pseudo gout and radiographs are again important juxta articular osteopenia uh, joint space narrowing marginal erosions again something which is anticipated with these conditions uh beyond that uh, uh, again the diagnosis is not difficult in patients with typical established disease may be confusing early and classification has been updated differential diagnosis is very important in these patients you know gout sle psoriatic arthritis infectious arthritis osteoarthritis and sarcoid uh okay i'm going to finish this podcast the next podcast will be on the management of rheumatoid arthritis